Welcome everybody to a podcast called Father and Son, and our names are Manuel and Kyle. Kyle is my son. He is a uh, an amazing young man that has um, accomplished so much in such a little little amount of time, and I am so proud of him becoming a uh, a, a Marine serving his country. I couldn't be more pleased with with who the man that he has become. And what we do here on this podcast is we just talk about movies, we talk about sports, we talk about video games, and we just share the time together. Hopefully you all enjoy it. Hopefully every one of you uh, takes something from it. Um, you know, share the show, like the show, subscribe to the show. Um, it helps us all out, you know, with all those computer algorithm, algorithmic type stuff. Um, the show is, fairly, is sort of researched. Um, a lot of it is off the cuff. A lot of it is... is um, you know, whatever comes to our mind. Um, so, you know, enjoy the show. What? Okay. It says record. <laughs> See, we're doing this shit again. It says record. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered this. It works. <laughs> yes, it does work. And it's and it does work. Riverside FM is a pretty cool tool. Uh, <laughs> I would ask you how you're doing, but you kind of already told me. About yeah. your escapades and yeah. uh, fine job cleaning up that room. Looks fantastic. There's the, uh, or actually, that, uh, that, there it is. I don't know if you can see that or not. Oh, you, I like how you covered it with a printer. Good job. If that's no, a printer. That's, that's an AC. Oh, you, oh, you got those old ass buildings. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You live in fucking the Stone Age. Then you have like those flimsy tubes that go out the window, but it's always cold right now. I live in a brick building, so. Oh, fuck all that. <clears throat> so, you're doing okay because you're not dead, so that's good. Very true. I have several stories that do not pertain to the overall podcast, if you will, but I think they're hilarious. So, for work... I had to go up into the snow to do some work, right? I'm driving my car. First, I had to wait an hour for him to plow because my little 200-horsepower Toyota does not clear the uh, hills when it's you know snowy. Mm -hmm. No matter how many chains I put on it or cables or whatever the fuck, it doesn't work. That's why but you should go to a truck. You know, <laughs> I, I hate trucks. But so... <laughs> So the, the fucking um, chains that I had were to the SUV that I no longer own. So they're slightly bigger than what I have. So I put them on because that's all I got. The guy that sells chains and cable things in the fucking area closes at 3 o'clock. So if you have anything that goes on at nighttime, you're fucked. You might as well get a hotel because he's not open at at night, which is I don't understand that shit. I mean, you're right now you can make all the money you want. Yeah. And he doesn't want to. So <laughs> So figure that shit out. So I I put the chains on. They're a little loose, but they're on. Like they're not going to fall off. But being that they're loose, the the ties keep hitting the pavement before they're not supposed to supposed to hug the tire, but they hit the pavement. So as they're hitting the pavement, they they come loose, like they disconnect. So you hear noise. So you have, so I'm pulling over like every so often to, to tighten them. 
but first I got to go down the hill to get a running start or I'm not going to get up the hill. So I do that. I'm driving. And then I start, I start to hear the clanging, like the, the, the stuff come loose again. So there's this lady driving a shittier car than me and her, and she's, she's got her stuff on and she's driving hell slow and, and nothing's wrong with her. So I know I can make the trip. It's not that bad. But then we go to this place to get bands. I mean, well, we, cause she took me cause I don't know where the fuck I'm at. So we go to this place that's open and, she, and, and I buy, they're basically bands that pull them tighter to the tire. So I get that done, but as I'm driving away, I hear clanging really loud and I thought it's the snow. I don't fucking know. I, I don't, I don't snow. I thought it's the snow. I thought it was whatever, but I keep going because there's nothing wrong with the chain, the cables. And then as I'm going down the hill, every sensor in the fucking car is going off and shutting down. So that's why I, I didn't work today because the engine light came on. The electronic parking brake light came on. <laughs> you have the worst luck with cars. Dude, like the fucking... The absolute worst luck with cars. The, the, <laughs> the collision assist system this was gone. The brake... There's a there's an electronic brake monitor power thing that applies double pressure. That was out. The electronic... The ABS was out. The... Um, I had no airbags. The speedometer wasn't working. The gauges weren't even working. Like this car was dead on the console, but hmm. it, it it's working though. I'm driving. It's fine. I'm like, but I'm, I'm but the power steering is a little stiff because it start it, you know it's going out. So I finally I call my boss four times, and then he doesn't call me back. But I but until like late, and then he gives me this business about how I should go find a car. I don't want to say too much of that because I don't want to get fired. Somebody might hear it. <laughs> but that's that that that's where I'll leave that because that, that discussion took its own life. <laughs> so this morning I drop off the car at the dealership because the regular mechanic doesn't touch it. He's like, I ain't touching this new space age shit. And then they did called me after several hours to tell me what happened. So that noise I was hearing, there's a sensor about that big on the tires that regulates, I guess, the speed. And it tells you when to, you know, when, you know, how much force to apply to the brakes. That clanging is because it fell the fuck off, like off the car. So it clanged like this, scratching the, the wheel well and then falling into the snow. And it just started nice. to shut everything down. Yes. And then they told me that my extended warranty doesn't cover it because it's an external um, thing. Like it didn't – something that – like snow is not part of accidents, basically. I think they're bullshitting, okay. but whatever. And And then he tells me it's going to cost me $700 for that size to be put on the car yeah back on the car sounds about right <laughs> and, then, and then i said okay so if that's gonna go back on the car does that mean um 
like everything else is going to be, you know, turn off. You know, engine light, ABS, all that, because this is regulating speed. Why would that come off and then all the other sensors suddenly not work? Is it all tied to the same line? Yeah, and I wonder if like, it's a light bulb effect. He's like, yeah, it's all the same line across the car. Yeah. All the sensors are connected to the same. And I was like, okay, well, when's that going to be done? Thursday afternoon. So I can't work tomorrow. Oh, okay. It's like, fuck. Yeah, I think that's kind of like, that's so kind of like, dangerous to have a car like that where it's like a Christmas light effect where if one bulb goes out, they all go out. I feel like they can at least be ran in pairs. I don't know how the wiring and shit would work with that, but. It's a 2019 car. Yeah. It's not like, it's like, it's not like a, it's not like a computer system that was introduced in like 2007. I thought they would solve this problem by now, put them all on their own individual thing. You know, because it's just too much money. Jesus Christ. They're bad. Seriously. Seriously. You mean, you mean to tell me? It might be. Well, Toyota, if you're listening. Because it's for the same reason, like, it's, it's probably like, you know how like, PlayStation, they almost started charging the PS5 on like on debut a thousand dollars or something like that because they like were putting so much stuff into it, it just kept uptaking the price. Probably the same thing with cars. At oh, some shit. point, it's like they're not affordable for the customers, so they're just going to cut ends a little bit. Okay, and the Tesla is still a hundred grand. I don't want to hear it. Well, there's obviously cars out there that if you want to put the money into. <laughs> Well, that well, you know what? Then make that car better for the snow. All your cars should at least be able to 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 stand up to all conditions. I shouldn't go up there, and then I don't think my Jetta would withstand it. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a sensor hooked to the well of the tire, getting hit by snow and and dirt and rock, and suddenly dislodging. Yeah, that's your true. sensors might be in the engine where it goes. What's even funnier is I think your car, I saw like mini mud flaps on the back, which is a little bit Doesn't, more entertaining. Yeah, that didn't, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. That didn't help me at all. Yeah, but like they obviously thought about like, oh, he's probably going to be kicking up rocks and stuff, like the the car itself. So they put miniature mud flaps, but don't think about hiding the sensors or putting it in its own little cone or something, you know? Put it in a metal case at least. Yeah. It's going to be outside the fucking, like... <laughs> It was dumb because he goes, oh, there's little nicks and scratches on the bearing well, like the wheel connect where it connects to the to the brake. And I was like, that inside mm-hmm. there where the bearings are, there's like scratches inside. It's like something was clanging on it. I said, well, you just told me the fucking sensor fell out, getting eaten up by that, I guess. And I was like, is that going to be a problem later? And he goes, oh, it shouldn't be. Like, <laughs> okay. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's my. I'm... Anyway, I'm sure you're. Meanwhile, like at my job, the uh, the Marine Corps as a whole is under quite a bit of fire. Hey, 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 um, don't say where you work. Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no negative talk. Positivity. <laughs> positivity. No, uh, positivity about the fucking Marine Corps, the United States. It is, well, it is positive. Well, these people America. don't think it's positive, but good old, uh, good old sniper platoons got disbanded. No more so snipers. There will no longer be snipers. None of my 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 job gone. So they said they sent on a memo saying no sniping. Yeah. So there's no more sniper platoons. They used to be called scout snipers, 
That's what they've been since Vietnam. So does that mean they're called scout platoons? But they still get the snipe, right? I'm sure there's going to be loopholes to it, but that's not going to be their like their main job is probably going to be reconnaissance over killing people from very far away. And obviously, like the Marines, the SEALs, and probably like a couple army sections are like some of the more better marksmen when okay. it comes to the sniper groups. So a lot of people are pretty pissed off. All right. Um, but yeah, that um, happened yesterday. Officially came in effect yesterday. Well, I'm sorry that's going to ruin your uh, ambition there because I know you wanted to like secretly kill people. I was already. Like most of us were a part of those platoons. And I was, uh, oh, yeah. but not anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Entertaining stuff right there. That's the news on my job. <laughs> well, it sounds like we both have jobs that we wish we we would not have. I guess. Yeah. Where is the baseball? Here we go. Sorry, I was trying to find the uh, the um. There's a pitcher. Maybe I don't know. It's ESP. It's from ESPN. We're going to talk about the new rules, kids. Mm-hmm. And the base. The I know I saw this in spring training. First, full disclosure: I hate baseball. I wish it would burn in hell, but <laughs> I do. It is the dumbest sport ever. I, I mean, love it. whoever invented stickball should be shot. Says the basketball fan. Hey, hey, ball they in took, basket. They took a dodgeball and then just started throwing it at a basket. They threw it in a pitch basket. So what? It's way better than <laughs> this. Get a stick and try to hit a fucking nope. tennis ball. It's okay. I'm not. I'm. It's not that I hate basketball. I just oh, don't understand it. I found the article. Max Scherzer yeah. is our boy. Actually, so, I, did, I had a couple notes on Max Scherzer too. Oh, now you can use them. It's probably the okay, same so article. basically, as I understand the rule, before we get to the uh, quote from from our our boy Max, so there's now pitch. I saw this in the minor league game that I did go see because my my daughter slash her sister was at a minor league game being honored for her t-ball efforts. Again, I don't understand why my kids have gotten into something that I hate, and I have to now work hard to relate to and learn about. It drives me nuts. <laughs> whatever you fuckers ruin everything ruining shit for me but <laughs> it's all good it's all good so i was watching this because i remember reading an article where they said they were testing it in the minor leagues that you know the last season we just had and i watched that there's actually there's like a clock that i the this is how it was set up in the stadium i don't know if the major league stadiums are set up diff- any different but there was a clock that was up by the scoreboard Mm-hmm. the umpire can see and that was for the pitcher and then there was another clock behind like off to the right um i'm assuming that clock is for the batter because the field they only they didn't have that many umpires in minor leagues which i thought was weird but the one that they did have that was behind second base i'm assuming he's the guy my ears are getting hot son of a bitch he's the guy that is watching the batter. I'm guessing the clocks. And there's already been a, and so basically they, I guess they have so much time to get their ass into the box to bat. And he's got so much time to throw the pitch. And over there at, in the minor league game, I think it was 10, 15 seconds for the batter or the pitcher. And then the other guy was about eight to 10. So it was something, some small number. They had to like get into the box. 
and get the pitch off. Mm-hmm. So this is now being this. I didn't. I mean, the game was a little faster, but I didn't see any major difference. The game still bored me to shit. But apparently, the when you get paid millions of dollars, because they're testing it in the in preseason right now, and the million these million dollar players are having a hissy fit, the batters especially, because they have to like hurry the fuck up. There's already been a couple games where the batter didn't get his job done and got caught and got issued a strike, which ended innings. And there was one bases loaded situation, which pissed off the uh, team. And I don't know that, like I said, guys, baseball is not my gig, but I remember these articles. I was trying to get prepared for this because this is the shit I got to deal with now with this, with my kids. I got prepared for this guys. Thank you. And I'm doing this setup because damn it. I want you guys to know how much knowledge I obtain and you should be proud of me. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the guy so so i don't know I, the, the team that that lost this bases loaded game based off of this went bananas with the press and said um we need to change this rule and then the quote that the max scherzer was because a completely different game he enjoyed it he said i love how it speeds it up i like how the batters can't you know hang around the box etc etc my personal feeling is to the batters, hurry the fuck up because I got shit to do and I can't sit around watching an endless game with you guys, you know, pulling your pants up, readjusting your gloves, all this nonsense. And then the pitchers, for God's sakes, they walk around the mound. Maybe it's because they're making all this money. I don't know. That's my prep. I feel good about myself. Please save me because I hate this. <laughs> shit. So just to like you pretty much got the general stuff right yes because like that's right as far as my ass will take this one <laughs> <laughs> no but i actually i do have the breakdowns and the actual rules so these rules do come in effects in the regular season this year this year okay yes so for the pit okay so the timer that you saw in the outfield and the timer that you saw behind home plate are both for the pitcher um, Not for the batter? no so the batter the the one in the outfield is probably more for the batter than the one behind home plate they're, the, they're on the same time it's just, in a batter standpoint, I wouldn't turn around and look at a clock. I'd rather look in center field. But anyway, one of the rules to that is that the batter, quote, must be in the box and alert to the pitcher by the eight-second mark. So that's their timer meshes with the pitcher's timer. So by the eight-second mark, they must be inside the box ready to take the pitch. They can't – I don't know if they can't call time. I don't know that part. Dude, I hope um, they don't call timeout. Fuck that. Well, you used to be able to call – so as, as a batter, especially when you're sitting there, like after a while it starts to become a mind game and you'll call time if the dude's just – like if the pitcher's standing at like his set position and not moving. It, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so when the bases are empty, the pitcher has 15 seconds to pitch the ball. And then so when the bases – sorry, what? Oh, I was going to ask was, so that total time – because in the again, this is the minor league game I saw. It was like twenty five seconds or something. So when it gets mm-hmm. to like eight seconds, the batter has to be ready. Yes. So by the and eight it, second mark of whatever allotted time. Okay. Now for the minor leagues, it might have been fast. I can assume why they would give them a little bit more time, but this is MLB specific, um, not MILB. But bases empty is fifteen seconds, and then when there's runners on, they have twenty seconds. 
to pitch the ball. So they have five more okay. seconds if there's runners on. The pitcher, let's say if the pitcher doesn't make the allotted time, I know I'm sure you know this, but if the pitcher doesn't make the allotted time, it's an automatic ball for the batter. And if the um so they're not batter doesn't get in by the eight second mark, it's an automatic strike. So, so they're not advancing runners though. No. Well, good, because no. we don't want to speed the game up anymore. <laughs> and then also, um, there was this situation happened, I believe, with the Pirates game. I forgot who they were playing at the time. But the pitcher didn't end his warm-up in time. He has about, like, I think two minutes or a minute to warm up between innings. He didn't mm-hmm. finish his warm-up in time, so that's an automatic ball. And the batter didn't get in the box in time, so that was an automatic strike. So he started off in a one-one count before a pitch was even thrown, huh. um, which I was confused about. But it's whatever. And then the pitcher, since we're still talking about the pitcher, the pitcher is only allowed to step off or pick off somebody or attempt to pick off somebody two times per at bat. So it's it's supposed to force more steals. It's you know like you you try oh, yeah. to pick them off one time the runner on base is going to assume that you may not want to waste the second one. Um, so it, that's the idea behind it, but, but it doesn't, but that shit doesn't help. But what if you have an opportunity to pick off at third, you've already used your two. You just let if, him, you just let him take third. No matter what, like the pitcher cannot step off the rubber, but Let's say if you've already used your two, then you would just have to do a pitch out or something. Get it to the catcher faster so the catcher can throw the ball. Because the the catcher catcher can throw to bases as many times as he wants. Well, the catcher still has the – okay. Because I was like, if he's out of options – because I was going to say, like, if if you go first to second and he throws and he, you know, gets him, that's one. But then he tries again, that's two. So on the third one, he can go because the pitcher can't leave the bag. So then he would have to – if he even sees it in time, or maybe the catcher would probably have to do like a, Hey, and then he would throw it to throw it. That It's always yeah. going to be a steal then. I don't, I don't think they're, I can't imagine they'll ever get rid of back picking. So for the catcher to pick off at, or attempt to pick off first or third is back picking. Um, yeah. That would be, be like my favorite. We don't, that was, yeah, we don't want to get rid of entertainment though. Yeah, That was my favorite thing to do, but it's also such a rarity, which is why I don't think they'll ever make a rule. So I'm sure that'll become a loophole where, teams will probably start saying like, Hey, if we end up using our one or our two, and if the catcher is able to, so then just start back picking. And I'm sure the MLB will make a rule after this season about it. Cause you're going to see a lot more back picking because then that, that with the catcher has the ball. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's I mean, his play. Through. It doesn't count because the pitcher would have pitched it. He has, he's holding it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily have to throw it back to the, so then that could be basically a third throw to a base yeah third fourth fifth there's no rule on the catcher being restricted so it can turn into 10 pickoffs if you really wanted to and one at bat two of them being the pitcher doing it himself and then the rest of them being a catcher yeah but they're gonna is it risky it is a lot riskier though because i mean keep in mind the catcher is 90 feet away from both corners and if you do it two or three times the runner's probably just going to be smart enough to steal the second time the catcher puts his arm back you know true. what I mean? Like, that's just, true, yeah. so I'm sure they don't. That's probably why they don't care. But there is no rule on on so catchers. Why, okay, so being that you have played this horrific sport, why 
are the batters losing their lunch over this? I mean, get in the box, pick the fucking stick up. Let's go. I I don't know because when I was when I was always up to bat, I was always a fast guy. I never really had a very long routine. It actually irritates me when they take forever. That pisses me off. Well, how many, like how for how me, long like me, it doesn't need to be. And for me, because I I was obviously a catcher, but pretty much my whole life. But one of the bigger things is like I don't want to be in this squat any longer than I have to. And he's taking his sweet time. I, so after like, every pitch, I okay. Now, granted, they did. I don't think they really monitored the clock in the game I saw, but they did take every opportunity. Like it's like it's like golfers getting ready to take a swing. They survey the field, wind, uh, distance. It was like that kind of nonsense that these baseball players do when they're in the you know getting ready to bat. And and I don't know why how any of this is help helps them when they readjust the gloves, pull their pants up, kick the dirt off of their shoes after standing, not moving, standing. Like, like it's a, it's definitely a, definitely a routine thing. That's, it's more of a superstition. Like every time I was a, like every time I would get up to bat, I wouldn't do it between pitches unless the pitcher would take forever, but I would like it's hit so my important. bat on the toes of my cleats before I got in the box. Like it's, it's just some, a, it's a routine. At, at some point, can't the ump just sit there and smack him in the back of the fucking head and say, Jesus, "Oh yeah, there's." I, I don't want to be here all day. Even before the rule was created, I don't know, you know how many baseball fans will be listening or whatever, but there was many times where umpires would essentially yell at them or tell them to get in the box. Um, and there's a lot of times where batters would get frustrated with the umpires and they would step out of the box in the middle of the pitch and the umpire would call it a strike even if it blatantly was a ball just to piss off the batter even more but yeah but are you gonna do it but that's and that's why we have robotic strike zones in double a oh that's right (laughs) actually i think it's it's triple a now i there was double a last season i think it's triple a now there's robotic strike zones that's right are they gonna move that shit up not this year Oh, I would love to see. Rules. There's too oh, many rules. You like they've changed a good chunk of the rule book. Like I have notes for everything. I would absolutely and, love to see it get to the majors. Oh, little robot. So. Look at <laughs> they like, get I, the robot pitcher. Let's get the- especially with the the pitch timer. I don't know if you read the because you mentioned Matt Scherzer. Um, oh, I just read said his that quote, he, and I was like, fantastic. He said that he loves it. Because now he gets to mess with the batters in another way. Because now all these dudes are going to be, you know, sped up or they're going to feel like they're sped up. And then the pitcher has 12 seconds to figure out what he wants to do with this guy before he even gets in the box. Yeah, but like so. all sports, these these retards adjust. and Yeah. You know, they'll, especially they'll... after this year. Year two is going to be so easy. Yeah, and then you know what they're going to do? Make it shorter. Five yep. seconds. Get in the box. Five seconds. That that because I mean even right now like fifteen seconds when bases are empty you have to get there at the eight second mark you have seven min- or seven seconds to get in the box like that's plenty of time you yeah. should be set and ready by the five second mark that's two seconds for you to anticipate whatever pitch you think he's going to throw we and should. even more because you just have to be alert by the eight second mark doesn't mean the pitch will be thrown by the eight second mark that's true you know so well, i don't know i don't i don't think it affects the batters but they're going to think it does just cuz they're well that bad. one dude that one dude got got popped in a bases load situation and he was angry oh i would be too 
Well, get in the box. Well, I get so I saw the up. clip. He, I saw the clip. He was what in the box. Was that? I was reading the. It was, it was the Red Sox. The Red Sox was, was okay. the one up to bat. Um, okay. I forgot who they were playing, but it was tied like nine to nine, bases loaded, full count, like like dream situation for any batter, and um, especially now he, he's trying to prove themselves. Yeah, and he's starting to walk to first base when the umpire late too turned around and said it's not a ball it's a strike because he thought the pitcher violated the clock so i wonder if the umpire just announced like clock violation and he just assumed it was the pitcher's fault but honestly it looked like the guy was set within those eight second mark like i i watched i rewatched the entire at bat and it looked like he was ready to go you really did your research i just like skimmed some articles i'm sorry i was i got i got the shift restriction rule that they changed the bigger bases on my baseball game shit oh i got it got everything because i figured i was like i don't know how this podcast is gonna go but he's definitely gonna be carrying this uh this basketball thing so (laughs) i'm gonna be carrying the football thing too it sounds like shit (laughs) I got like no notes, man. I just I just pulled the quote up, you know, before we got started. I tried to remember what I was skimming through, and you're over here with a whole fucking research. Holy fuck! Turn that camera <laughs> off. I don't want to see that. You're embarrassing me. I figured because I I you know I'd, I re-listened to the last two that we did together, and there was a couple times where I did the exact same thing that I noticed that we both do every once in a while, where we just get lost in our own thoughts. So I like. Now I have something to keep uh, on track. Well, I'm going to continue to get lost in my thoughts <laughs> because I I don't write anything down. I just know what I'm going to talk about, and I just hope that I hit it all. And if I fucking yeah, derail, but you can do that. I I can't. Like, if I get lost in my thoughts, that's why. Like, I think last episode we were talking, and out of nowhere, I just started rambling about the same thing, and it's because I just got lost and forgot what I was talking about. That's okay. It was it was fucking Ant Man? Who cares? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we already knew we already knew that was a dumpster fire when we sat down and watched that movie. <laughs> shit. All right. The verdict is for me, the fan that you you'll never get is I actually like that they're trying to speed the game up. Now, if, one of the rules I want them to fucking do is somehow find a way to end these games. Like some kind of rule. Not because I know I know a few years ago, they were testing like some overtime thing in the lower levels of baseball, where you know put a base runner on second or some some. They shit still like do that. that. Oh, they're still doing that. Okay, it's yeah, it's been in the MLB for a couple of years now. It used to be just playoffs, and now it's regular season too. Oh, they are doing. Or no, season? sorry, it's regular season now, but they don't do it in playoffs. Okay, well they need to. So figure out how to make this all yeah, so if it's extra innings, like in the World Series, you won't see a batter. But they, yeah, the. The rule is the last out is the second base runner. So, like, if he struck out and we go into the 10th, the next time that those guys are up to bat, the guy that struck out will start on second base, and then the batter will come in. But he was that's out. That, that's the extra run rule. So, it's just to speed up the game. That's why you don't see a lot of games go past 12 innings anymore. Aside from that Giants game, that was the last time that we didn't have runners on second. It was what was that innings. a game that you stayed up for? Yes. You're, you're sad. I stayed up until 3 a.m. to watch that game and watch Buster Posey walk it off. You're silly. You're silly. I would have shut I that I even game. rewatched that game. And that's double stupid. I would have shut that shit out <laughs> at the ninth inning. I would have been like, it's 4-4. Fuck this. 
I've already <laughs> lost three and a half hours of my life. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but I, I don't understand my kids. How'd they do this to me? It's a thought process. It's definitely. How did you I guys love, do this to me? I love playing it because especially I, I feel like I'm like blessed of the mind of a catcher in the sense. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I do whenever I watch baseball games. I don't care about anything else. I just, I think about okay. that stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got nothing. Fuck that sport. Um, <laughs> real quick though, real quick. I do want to say. Okay, go ahead. One of the they obviously made bigger bases and they made shift restrictions. Oh, the bigger bases is fucking hilarious. You didn't know yeah, where it was. The, How do you not know where the bases are? Well, it's it's a safety thing. Um, oh, okay. So they don't. It's like it's fifteen instead of fifteen inches on each side. It's eighteen inches on each side. So now it shortens the distance for them to steal. So distance between first and second are shorter now. Okay. Um, well, distance between any base is shorter now, and it's to prevent. Um, I'm like they said it's to prevent injuries, which I'm assuming they're referring to like the Chase Utley or the Tim Hudson incidences, or even the Ruffin or Doer incidents where Jose Bautista like ran yeah. into him and it turned into a full on brawl. I don't know. This but is anyways, called, yeah, you're speaking a comp- foreign. Oh, sure. so Tim Tim Hudson is a pitcher. <laughs> He made a long, long time ago. Well, not a long time ago. That probably just made people feel older. Right yeah, there, but anytime father and son <laughs> engage in baseball, I will only skim the top. You're going to have to really, yeah, because I, I uh, won't. It's Tim Hudson. He, it was a play at first. He's a pitcher. He stepped on the bag, and the base runner stepped on his ankle and broke his ankle because there was no room on the bag. And then the Chase Utley is obviously – I don't know if you remember the playoff game, but when the Mets made it to the World yeah, Series. Yeah, I totally watched the playoff game. Yes, oh, okay. absolutely. Of course in I the, did. I believe it was in the NLCS. The Dodgers and Mets were playing. Chase Utley wanted to break up a double play and slid right into, I forgot the shortstop's name, and shattered his leg on the field. Yeah, but I'm they're trying to block the bag, the aren't they? Well, so before the Utley thing, it used to be like an unspoken rule that if there's a possible double play the runner running from first to second he's already going to be out anyway he would purposely slide into the guy who's about to throw the ball like he can be like chase utley was nowhere near the second base bag he just targeted the the ball thrower okay Um, and it that used to be i mean we were taught that in high school same thing how i was taught to cover the plate as a catcher until buster posey broke his leg um but it was just one of those like it's not a rule so why not you know uh, but they they did have no. You're not allowed to shift anymore. Just want to say that's stupid. Whatever. Go ahead. Why? Why am we? Why is shifting going to bother you? I I feel like that's. I understand that is for the viewers' entertainment because their goal. They're so. If you draw a line, trying from to manufacture. Plate, are they trying to bring up increased scoring? Yes. So okay. the the. Um, because you you know how shifts work, right? Like if this guy has a tendency to pull the ball to the left, they would fucking move the whole infield over to the left side like um, like most sports you shift defense to yeah you should yeah. which is why i think it's stupid because to me it's like you're adapting to the scouting reports and stuff and it it also like brandon belt was famous for just bunting the ball down to the left side of left line because there was not a soul out there no third baseman no shortstop nobody and you get on base with that but anyway okay. um if you draw a line from home play all the way through second base that line those those respective players, so the first uh, first baseman, and second baseman, cannot cross 
and, and vice versa. So shortstop and third baseman can no longer cross onto the other side. Okay. And it's supposed to, it's specifically designed to increase. I think the, actually I have the exact thing. It's giving a higher average batting average. So like the up the middle plays and stuff. And it's also, it's supposed to create like, like a more, it's supposed to let the athletes show off their athleticism, which came exactly from MLB.com. They want the athletes to show off their athleticism more. So I, I guess, you know, yeah. Increase the infielders chance of showcasing their athleticism and to increase batting average on balls in play. So ground balls up the middle ground balls to first, second, whatever it is. I think it's dumb, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I, I just think it's so dumb. Every sport's allowed to adjust defensively, but we're not. So, <laughs> well, that just means you have to run. I don't know okay. how, how many times is that going. That bothers me anyway. You got guys tell the batter there. to stop pulling the ball. He can fix his mechanics. I, I <laughs> look. I don't know. Look, I, <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> That's how my two cents on the baseball rules. I know I'm the baseball guy, so. <laughs> okay, I will. I will just say that there are moments in the games I have watched with you on a television briefly, where I do not understand. You got a guy standing in left field, basically not playing until he bats, and it just, I. It's like, what are we paying you for? I'm. I. <laughs> that's that's just all I'm saying. You know, whatever. On to the. One of my more favorite sports, one that I actually do follow and understand. <laughs> um, the, uh, and, and your team, your team that um, um, failed to win a trophy. At no fault to the offense. <laughs> failed to win a trophy. <laughs> is in the, uh, at the uh, Combine right now. And the competition committee's meeting and all that because of something the Eagles did very well this year is the quarterback sneak. Now, there were rules put in place where you can't jump the center, where you can't, you know, kick, you know, punts and kicks. Um, and you can't push the pile for the running back. But it does not exist on quarterback sneaks. So you could push the pile and get behind the quarterback and shove them so after being successful on this over 90 per 90 95 percent success rate of quarterback sneaking by getting the back and the fullback and shoving jalen hurts forward the rules committee is considering uh eliminating that so this prompted the um ownership to basically put out a statement and i will paraphrase this by saying um that they are upset that they did within the rules and they are being somewhat punished for it because they're not probably more than likely. I personally don't think it'll get voted in to the rule book next year, but slowly but surely, you know, it's probably going to affect the way the Eagles play in short yardage and fourth down. I think this will become an issue. I don't me personally. I don't give a shit if you push the pile. 
whether you're a running back or quarterback or I don't even care if you jump the center. I mean, if you can hurdle the line of scrimmage, good on you. You know, if you can jump that fucking high. But LeVar Arrington ruined that because he would jump. <laughs> that fucker, he can hurdle lines and get in the backfield and hurdle the line and tackle the holder. He was that good, and they eliminated that one. They put that rule and said, you can't do that. Because we need and to see Sam. We need to see kickers kick fucking field goals. We need to see it. Yeah. I mean, Cam and Troy Polamalu. Polamalu jumped the center to, 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 to get to the quarterback on a sneak option one time. That became illegal. So this will eventually be illegal. I know Patrick Mahomes tried it a few years ago and broke his, his – didn't break it, but he, he really hurt his ankle trying to – or his knee. No, his knee shifted. Knee. Yeah, he dislocated his knee. So he doesn't quarterback sneak no more. <laughs> I wouldn't either. So – being that you're a disgruntled Eagles fan and the NFL is about to uh, destroy one of your team's successful, only successful play, really. With, I mean, 90-something percent. I mean, that's, you know. What do you think? You think you, what do you think about that? I, I, I say I don't give a shit, but it's really a, it's flustering the Eagles faithful. I don't really care because, honestly – I've only seen maybe a couple times where the two people pushing Jalen actually helped. One of them was in the Super Bowl because it, it legitimately looked like he wasn't going to make it, and then they they shoved him. Um, yeah, but they the commentators always mention this, and now there's like a little joke about it where like the Eagles don't call it QB sneak anymore; they call it Jalen Hurts squats six hundred pounds because people m- make jokes about it so much. I yeah. but again like. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, and I think that's why. Like, if they get rid of it, you can't push it anymore. I still think it's going to be successful. It. You just when you have a quarterback of that size and that leg strength, like in any team, they're going to be able to punch through for a yard or two every time. Yeah. You know, here's here. What shocked me when I watched these quarterback sneaks is the way the defense always defends them. It's like a field goal. Well, when you watch the offensive line, they get basically down on their on their hands and knees, and they are looking to go under and basically cut the legs out and drop the bodies, right? And then they would basically go over the top of the offensive line for that yard. Why would the defense – I don't understand why the defense – what is the strategy to this where you bunch into that pile like a scrum, and then the whole idea is to – go under and up why don't you just play it like a normal down because what do you think the line's going to do they're going to fall on their face and then it's just you and the quarterback and you I mean, there few- has been a few teams who did that and he either got through or actually i think yeah i, I remember dallas stopped them twice but well, there's a few times shot. where people would try to tackle yeah they, they would get a free shot at tackling him above but he follows like he damn near crawls the side of jason kelsey's asshole well, when these get... <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I was never told this was a kid friendly thing, so <laughs> well, I don't really want to picture Jalen Hurts crawling up his asshole. <laughs> but let's not do that. Now, no, that... I uh, this thing is ruined. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I I don't know. I I noticed it like uh, Jones, Chris Jones. Is that his name? I think it's yeah. Chris Jones. 
Yeah, I, he got called. He got called for encroachment a couple of times because he would line up so low and so close to the ball, half his like from his shoulders up were in the you offensive know, line. You know how hard it is when you're six six to get that low. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm not saying that you know that's like I mean, he's just being dumb, but like that's I mean, the, that's the problem is like we got like they got so many encroachment penalties because you got these big dudes being forced to get down to the offensive line's level. Well, he also did um, climb over the bodies and got a and got the back of his of Hertz's jersey. I remember that yeah, one. Still, still gained yardage though. Well, it's a little hard when you got to <laughs> crawl over bodies. I, I'm saying there's no reason yeah. to defend it that way. I just just yeah. play the gaps normal, stay in your three point. They're going to dive head first into the ground. You just put them on the ground, just like that. I think the you- only thing, the only thing that like. The running back shoving the quarterback, if that's not allowed anymore, I think the only thing that eliminates is those trick plays that you saw a couple times where it got so predictable that the Eagles were going to QB sneak. They would just do a little shovel back to like one of the fullback or something like that. Or they, they ran yeah. two halfback set, but it yeah. would just get rid of that. You just can't play that anymore. Right. But I just, I, don't know. I, just I, I honestly don't. It, Better the NFL can stop being wussies. Teams can just adapt. Yeah, yeah, but that's not that's not the the league we have now. What we have now is less defense, more offense, lots of offense, and lots of offense. Ninety seven percent production rate on first down. That's drives me fucking. That's nuts. offense. <laughs> it, dri- it drives me nuts. Like, there's no reason why we can't bring defense back, Roger. Bring defense back, please. My no, my cry. He's not going to. Don't be a dick, Roger. Especially please. after so many concussions this year, it felt like an insane amount. I know. I, I think... know that. I know concussions went up, but just yeah. please that 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 hit the Charger hit on that player really really warmed my heart. I really enjoyed that hit. Now let's talk about CJ popping Isaiah Pacheco. Like, let's be honest. Like, I just a purely team. defensive play. Like that was that was a very enjoyable I'm thing just, to see. I the, for the life of me that chart that Charger game I saw. I don't think I know what play you're talking about. Oh my god! You can hear the sound. Uh, oh, I, I do remember. It was on the sideline. It was along the sideline. I remember that. I forgot the name of the. I sh- oh yeah I remember I showed you it was like on TikTok or something and you're all yeah, like yeah that, that it was that, I think it was Derwin James just popped this guy I forgot who his name was <clears throat> Derwin James knows who he fucking leveled <laughs> yeah he does we we don't <laughs> <laughs> but that warmed my heart because that 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 brought me back like twenty years I was like do that again please let's 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 keep doing that Derwin just, and I mean, CJ both, both they, got fined like a hundred k though. So what? Sign the fucking check. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like five bucks to to us. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that the Jalen Hurts potential contract is fifty mil a year? Why? Please. We why? just like hurting our cap. Because why? why not? This is what I hate about franchises. Do you not know how to use a checkbook? I'd rather you give mean, him thirty five forty. That was, I'll cal- give him forty five. Where is my calculator? But I mean, we don't know how many years. They just said a potential fifty million a year. It could right. be fifty million for two years, and it's backloaded. Which I bet you that's exactly what, what? exactly how they signed Mahomes' contract. Give me a second here. 
So the cap is going to be right around 230. You're going to give 50. That leaves you 180 to sign 52 guys plus practice squad. Like what? Then, then, duh, fucking people. Well, I know they're they're restructuring like everybody's contract. Well, do you see the what I like about the Eagles, though? A lot of them are team players. I've seen so many people, Jason, or yeah, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox took pay cuts to pay uh, Nick Foles his Super Bowl MVP bonus. Ooh, not that guy. Like they, they took pay cuts. There are some big names that got cut, too. Where's that? We're 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 done with that silly fucking Bobby robot, Wagner, whatever. Matt Marcus Mariota got cut. That's not but, a big uh, name. Hey 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 hey. They <laughs> just signed. Yes, he did. did. What I'm what I find interesting is they're signing these guys to three and four year deals and they're cutting them after a year. Marcus got cut. Is that what the hell? Yeah, Leslie Frazier, John Johnson got cut. Oh, give me a minute here. Something just popped out. Leslie Frazier is taking a year off. No defensive coordinating for Buffalo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive That's and defensive coordinators for the Eagles. They just they promoted the quarterback coach, and then they named Sean Desai defensive coordinator. Okay. Austin yep. Blythe. That's the name I was looking for. Hey, he finally hung it up. He retired. 30 years Austin old, seven Blythe. years in. Now, for for those of us who don't know the Blythe, he was the center guard for the Kansas City Chiefs for the first four years of his career. He found a home in Seattle as a starting center for the last three years of his career. Austin Blythe, Blythe couldn't block a paper bag if he needed to as a guard. Um, he had the worst um, pass block win rate um, with the Chiefs at during his tenure, he was he was worth. Eric Fisher was up there, but this guy was you know he was there. But where is he, Eric Fisher? He's at home where he belongs. Um, he's not with Indianapolis anymore. Indianapolis cut him after a year. They yeah. literally sent him home because Carson Wentz kept falling down. Um, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz got cut. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he got cut. It'd be nice for the Eagles to sign him as a backup. Oh God, Gardner Minshew's gone. The guy they couldn't, they, the guy they couldn't get rid of fast enough is coming. Would come back as a I know. I don't, I don't think he would come back either. I re- no. the thing is, I really like Wentz, and I didn't want them to get rid of him at all. But I understand his stood point. He thought that he was good enough to be a starter in the league, and he was proven otherwise. C.J. Beathard got an extension. Hold the fucking phone. Yeah. Wow. I guess he's good enough to back up uh, Trey, uh, Lawrence there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bobby Wagner got let go. Chris Banjo got let go. John Johnson. It's, I John really hope the Eagles pick him up if they don't get CJ. Yeah. Uh, LeBrian Ray was released. If you're a Patriot fan and you care about that guy. <laughs> Taylor Luan. Randy yeah. Bullock. Zach Cunningham and Robert Woods, all cap casualties in Tennessee. Luan should go to the wow. Eagles as well. If Lane Johnson's going to retire. I heard, I said that to you uh, on the phone. I was like, Luan is, yeah. is available. Fresh off of sitting at home with a knee. He basically hasn't played, so he's fresh. And he's Robert way, Woods as well. He's way better than that fucking yeah. 
whatever the hell you had over there. He's not better than Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson's crippled. Right now. Still locked up Nick Bosa. (laughs) With a torn groin. I'm going to tell you about that game right now. That was not a game. I don't want to hear it. It was a dominating performance. (laughs) I feel like the Niners need to talk to their training staff and why their quarterbacks can't survive three games. Okay, that, that, that. That's a separate issue. What we're, talking about, <laughs> what we're talking about is the Eagles within six plays ended up playing a Pop Warner football team, essentially. And I just not, it's not a fair fight. And I sorry I can't really sit there and you know judge that. But game. their defense was fine. I'm talking about their defense. I said Nick Bosa. I wasn't talking about Josh but, you Johnson. Can't, but you can't judge that game when that defense is on the field 90% of the time. I mean, it's kind of like... No, I'm still going to judge it. <sighs> you're, you're, <laughs> anyone hear it? T. Martin was... Ooh, the, 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 the Ravens went straight to the college ranks for a lot of people for the coaching staff. And I was like, T. Martin, Willie Taggart, <laughs> Scott what Elliott. Think? What do you think about Alex I, Smith? What happened to Alex? He's a QB coach for the Chiefs now. No. Is yeah. It yeah, he got hired like last week or earlier this week. Well, my son beat me to something. Hold on. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. No shit. Now you're going to make me look. I don't I don't remember the exact date, but I remember it was, I think it's earlier this week. It popped up. And Matt Nagy's the OC. Michael Thomas is talking to the Kansas City Chiefs. If his ankle holds up, that would be a great addition. Lamp boy. That would be a great addition. Yeah, he's also a piece of glass, so great addition for like six games. And it, you know what? If it's six I say and you oh, guys go for De- DeAndre. Listen, if it's 6-0, and oh, you take it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but still, like I kind of like players who finish seasons. Chad Henning retired. Kendall Blanton. I don't know what you're looking at. That's I'm looking at all the soup. Well, this is ESPN. Give me a minute. Just Google Alex Smith. Here. Hey, hey, hey. I'm working on it. (laughs) Is he really? Let me see. Let me see. Nope. Nope. I just deleted Alex Smith. Give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, you got cut again. Oh, jeez. Because I remember Adam, um, Schefter, Adam Schefter posted about that on the tweets, and then ESPN posted about it. All right, well, let me let me, let me me um, read something from a couple days ago. This is from, yes, I agree to all your cookies. Um, okay, so this here, okay, it shows the tweet. Let me see. Oh, no, my mistake. No, the Chiefs have not hired Alex Smith, at yep. least not yet. It was with. Is this within the realm of possibility? We suppose at this point it doesn't matter. Of course, what makes a fake meme like this so dangerous? You fell for a fake meme. Schefter posted that too. Because like Schefter- his actual his actual Twitter and Instagram posted it. I wonder if he deleted it right after. <laughs> well, no, I'm looking right at the post from Schefter, but it's a meme. 
No, yeah, I'm looking. I think we're both looking at the Arrowhead addict. Yeah, it's a meme though. Yeah, I see like that exact photo without the yellow writing. It or it was just a photo of Alex Smith and Schefter posted, and he's all like, "Alex Smith is signing with the Chiefs as their new quarterback coach." Oh, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." (laughs) Okay, well, good to know that Arrowhead addict, the source for uh, um actual news yeah no kidding Jeez, the chiefs are going to be three million over the cap this year oh no patrick mahomes 49 million dollars oh kenny galladay got released oh, he, oh that's right Gall- yeah that's right yeah. a lot of shit happening i saw this thing uh there's a video on the, on the youtube's talking about the draft class with Mahomes, Watson, and Trubisky. Mm. And um, it was just funny just just old watching this old um, evaluations. They were talking about uh, how Houston had Bill O'Brien and it was already made and Deshaun Watson had the most talent and resume and all this stuff. And Mitchell Trubisky doesn't make any sense. And Patrick Mahomes is a, is a giant project you know, that's going to take years and you're, you know, wasting time investing, yada, yada. And then I'm thinking in my head as I'm watching this video with Sharp and Bayless, you know, Shannon Sharps get Bayless, Chris Carter, all these guys talking like this. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Deshaun Watson has uh, legal problems and he's in Cleveland with no playoff wins and no Super Bowls. Trubisky is out of the league. And Mahomes is on a five-year run that you just can't wrap your head around. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking in my head the whole time, these guys are really wrong, and they should eat some more crow. I think, oh, Jadavion Clown is also a free agent. Oh, yeah, he's been looking for work. I read that, too. The uh, The Browns don't want to don't wanna deal with his financials. So he's he's looking for a place to go. Well, that, and I remember last season or this season he like said some crap about his the browns organization well the browns are the browns are silly bitches they're already they're already trying to buy a a piece of a of a sports franchise (laughs) yeah it doesn't matter they're the browns who gives a shit but um there's that train of thought thing it just left me i'm on browns and um fuck it on to the next one when you lose it, you just move to the next thing. So we're I'm gonna talk about a game that's a long time ago at this point in, in basketball world. But I was forced to watch Lord of the Rings. The okay, back up. It was my idea because we went through a Harry Potter series as a family, and I slept through every one of them because it's Harry Potter. I'd completely fucking I don't know what it is about the fucking Hogwarts, but I cannot stay awake to watch this shit. Like <laughs> I just doze off every fucking movie. And we're talking like nine movies. And then we tried the crime. Um, what's the other one? The crimes, of the fantastic beast, the prequel. I same shit. I don't know what it is. I just doze off. So I was like, okay, we're going to watch three, four hour epics. Let's watch Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit series. So, the game was was on, and you got to do the whole you know family thing. So 
Yeah, I know. I can't watch anything, right? I can't watch. I got to do the family thing, so we got to we got to we got to get through uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. So I'm just like watching this and watching this, and you know, watching Frodo walk for three hours with with Samwise, and they meet Gollum. And what's funny is your sister is terrified, like it's ain't nobody's business, but she wants to watch the movie anyway, because Gollum is is a creepy dude. Yeah, so, he scared me when I was little too. Dude, but what's cra- <laughs> but what's crazy is they're just locked in, and I'm just like looking at my phone the whole time, and I'm watching eighty something point half. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, eighty seventy six. I'm like, okay, and then <laughs> and then I see the I, I see I'm watching the 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 ticker the whole time because I'm like this, <laughs> you know, trying to. <laughs> Trying to like do both, you know, multitask it because I can't like pull it out and be like, "Look what I'm doing," you know. <laughs> then obviously, get mad. So, so I'm watching the ticker, and then suddenly at the midway through the third, it's like one twenty something, one thirty, one twenty something like that. And I was like, "This game's not slowing down." And either they're playing defense, and these guys just ain't missing, or what? Because the Clippers. We're shooting like well over 50% from three at that point. And they were like 70% from the floor. And I was like watching the Kings doing like a 60-40 type thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there going, this game is getting out of hand. These guys are just scoring at will or no, or they're just not playing defense. I don't know because you're watching the ticker, right? And then it got to the end of the fourth quarter. And I'm looking at the ticker and it's 153. 147 the clippers are up with like a minute to go and i literally grabbed the remote and i said fuck this movie i want to see this now obviously everybody's upset but i don't i mean at this point i don't give a shit i put the game on and i was like we're watching this i i mean this is a high school something's happening i will not stress this enough i can't stress this enough they were playing defense there were shots like they were, the, their hands were like this like this close into the face. They were, there were picks. They were taking on screens, back picks, all this stuff. They were like literally playing defense zones, boxing ones, man, doubling. Like they were just every, both sides. Right. But it, they couldn't miss. It was the re- the weirdest fucking game I've ever seen. And that's an airplane. Okay. And then out of nowhere, with like 30 seconds to go, it's like 153, 150. And I was sitting there going, they're going to tie this game. And they and right there, like one second left, they tied the game. 153, 153. We're playing five more minutes. I'm like, we're not watching this movie. We're diving in. We're, we're in. I'm watching this. I want to see what happens. The end of the first overtime, it's still tied. Then we get to the second overtime, and they're pushing into the 70s, 172, 173, and they're still not missing. I'm like, okay, I hope the Clippers die like of exhaustion because they are the older team, right? I'm like, eventually they're going to run out of gas, and they did. They couldn't jump. They couldn't shoot. Like the last minute of that second overtime, the Kings come back and get the lead, and, and I was just like, it was like I, I, I'm witnessing in my lifetime history because I wasn't around. I was, I mean, I was alive, but I wasn't old enough to remember 
the the highest scoring game ever with the Pistons and uh, I think the Pistons and the Nuggets was like 186, 184. And I I know this is not really much of a topic you can you can dive in on because you didn't watch this historical event, but I did. And I want to share <laughs> how amazing it was to watch two teams not fucking miss. They both shot over 60%, which is insane. Yeah. And they both I was like, like, like Kawhi Leonard did this drive baseline. He did a 360 spin, shot it over about that much room, like a half inch over the fingertips of of uh, Sabonis, and drains the shot. And I was like, how did he see the basket with a 360 anyway? Like, there, there's no way I wouldn't have seen. I would have fucking missed the whole thing. But it just, it just did amazing level of basketball I've, i haven't seen in years and i got to witness it and then my team was involved which was awesome i'm sorry you have you can't but i wanted you to know if that makes <laughs> it <laughs> oh geez no i didn't i i kind of like looked at the i every once in a while i check up on the kings because if somebody asks me i'll say that i I guess I'm a Kings fan, but I don't keep up on basketball to pick a team. So you lying bitch. You keep yelling 76ers. No, I said 76ers when I knew the roster and that was like three years ago. And now I don't know the roster. So I can name more players on the Kings than I can the 76ers. Well, Tobias Harris is still there. For who? MB the 76ers? Yeah. yeah, I know MB is there. I know Danny Green's not there anymore. Harden's there. If that matters. I forgot he was even there. Well, that's because I would good. naturally just go to the Philadelphia side outside of baseball. Yeah, and then I was like, "Well, I have no 76ers gear, but I got like three Kings sweatshirts, so maybe I can just do a switch, and no one will notice." <laughs> this well, was like two years ago, and then this year they're actually doing really well, and I don't want to say that I'm a Kings fan because they're just going to say I'm a bandwagon. <laughs> well, you say whatever the fuck you want. Jump on the train because. It's it's a ride I haven't had in like 16 years, so I'm enjoying it. Hopefully Just, they don't get cheated out of a playoff game. You know what? They did cheat them out of a ESPN game, so. <laughs> I mean, they gave them back a TNT game, but that's a different network. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's fun. What's funny is like, Everybody, every every fan says that their their fan base is the best, no matter what sport. They always try to say they yell the loudest, whatever. But I have nothing to compare it to because I obviously don't. I didn't go to other stadiums. I've been to the Golden One Center a few mm-hmm. times. That's like by far, even on TV, that is the loudest stadium in basketball. I mean, I don't give a shit what anybody says. We didn't talk about Chicago. You can talk about the guard. You know, it's not the garden anymore. What the fuck is Boston now? TD. Ameritrade? I don't know. Well, they, they, they leveled the garden. So I don't know what it is now, but those, those, I mean, they all say that they are, but then when you hear it, you're like, I don't really hear the crowd getting in on it on TV. But then when you watch a Kings game, I can hear everybody. Like it's like loud and you can't really hear the announcers. And, and and they're like on top of the court, which you don't see in other arenas. Yeah. And they're like, which I, I don't know. I just think that's the best fan base. I mean, they they actually sell out even when you suck. 
that's what I was thinking. I don't know. I just and then when you talk about football, you know, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't give a fuck what you say, Eagle bitch. Arrowhead is the best stadium by far. Loudest stadium by far. It's been clocked the loudest stadium by far. See, I, it's hard I, for I me to sure. believe they deserve It's hard for me to believe loud stadiums just cuz like when we went to that Chargers game, the Chargers Chiefs game this last this past season, um they Nobody were hundred percent. They were they were hundred percent piping in sound. Like yeah, you and you and I noticed it. Where like people were, the game wasn't even getting started, and people were just getting into their seats, and it sounded like it was a sellout crowd yelling in the stands. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> like they didn't even try to hide it. Like it's just, that's why it's hard for me to judge what stadiums the loudest because they're like baseball, f- hockey, basketball. Doesn't I don't care. Like they're piping in sound. Maybe yeah. not as much as others, but every, I guarantee every single stadium arena is piping in some type of sound. I don't know. Uh, you right. really think the, do you really think the Golden One Center pipes it? I feel I mean, like it would definitely be easy to. You were in Miami. You saw the Miami game this year. Yeah, but they're also on a four-game losing streak at that time, so I don't think anybody. I don't even think they wanted to pipe it in. They would know. Everybody would be like, "There's no way." You're I this. I don't. I don't think they were. I'm they were. That they, they, I believe that was their third or fourth loss in a row. They started off the season zero and four or zero and three. Actually, here I'm looking right now. I'm staring at it. Yeah, they start off zero and four, right? And they, they beat Miami. Miami, so that yeah, they they won that game that we went to, and they were zero and four at the time. Really? They lost to Portland, Clippers, Golden State, and Memphis. So you're you're the you're the one that caused the uh, the run. I guess so. I took Jess to go see the Heat play for the first time in person because she's a huge Heat fan, and that's the one game that they won, 119 to 113. And then they went on this crazy run. Yeah, they won. They, they beat been, Charlotte, and then they lost to Miami after that, and they went on a huge tear. So you went to the October 29th game. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're the one that gave them their 36-21 and 21 record since then. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I am a Chiefs or a Kings fan after all. Well, I almost sipped, tripped up and said Chiefs. You should say Chiefs. I'm not going to. That was caught on recording. Uh huh. Now you can't. Back <laughs> you can't fucking back out now. You're screwed. <laughs> I I do own one Chiefs hat. I will say. So what you're saying? So so I recommend that you don't go to any games ever after because you started it. So if you show up, you're gonna fuck it up. That's funny because I think we were talking about going to one of these games that I'm on. I changed my mind. We're not doing it. I'm not taking you. Nope. Oh, come on. Nope. I want to keep this run going. March 9th and March 13th. We can go to one of them. Well, what's March 9th? Uh, Knicks. And then 13th is Monday. Thursday night. Milwaukee. Monday night or Thursday night. And you got yeah, Milwaukee that, and the no, Knicks. No, uh, we're, not, we're not going to the Knicks game. Why? Because the that's good. No, that's a TNT game. No, I know, I know. You know how oh, they we can just watch it. Well, it's a TN, What I'm saying is TNT being that it's televised. That means the yeah. prices are going to be stupid, no matter where you sit. Forty bucks, and, uh, huh? Forty bucks. Now, sit where though? Shit section. No. Seriously? Same area we sat last time we went to a game to watch the Suns play a while back. So the shit section. Way up there. Yeah. 
Where nobody goes. Yeah, it's like 200 to sit in the bowl. Yeah, I want the bowl. I don't want to sit up there where people, where their dreams go to die. Oh, you can get as low as like 100 for the bowl. A ticket, though. <sighs> Anyways, that's for Team. personal talk. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you, know, you brought it up. I'm just, I know, I'm just, I know. I, I meant to wait, but then it just came, it, it came through uh-huh. and i was like ah, oh, i should say it no should yeah you fucking well, sharing shit. personal information girlfriend's name all that shit god damn i said jess that could mean anything <laughs> the milwaukee game by the way is more expensive than the nationally televised oh, game I'm, I'm gonna be very honest Giannis is is a bigger draw than julius fair. fucking randall yeah that's fair and the knicks are the knicks and the Knicks are third in their division, and the Bucks are first. So, yeah. So the bigger you are, you know, just like when they play Phoenix again later, Kevin Durant's going to drive that price tag way up. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. To be honest, I mean, your ticket prices should be set however they're set because you're there for your for the Kings. You're not there for the other team. Yeah, the Phoenix game is minimum two hundred or a hundred and two dollars to sit in the nosebleeds. That's what I'm saying. Granted, like, that's in Phoenix, so that just that's their prices, but still. Well, that makes sense, but but I don't understand how, like when LeBron comes into Sacramento, the prices go up like thirty percent. It is nine dollars for Utah or Minnesota. No, yeah, you no, nine dollars for Portland, eight dollars for New Orleans, and like nine dollars for Utah. I like that. We should do that. Nine dollars. Yeah, well, but, I'm not on leave those days, and those are all away games. Whatever. All right. No. <laughs> all right. Whatever. <laughs> well, kids, we have covered all three topics and some extra. Um, and I think we will leave it there until the next visit on this podcast. Mm. Thank you all for wasting your day with us and thank you and we will see you on the next one whenever that is boy boy